Are you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply? Then you, lovely person, are in the right place because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Grow Your Private Practice show episode four and it's great to have you here. Now, today we're going to do a little bit of a history lesson to start with. Facebook opened in 2004, and I started in my private practice in 2005, so it was very new. And back in the day, if somebody liked your page, the person that liked it would pretty much see everything that you posted. So if you posted a pretty inspirational quote image, it could easily go viral. And those were really heady days because things have changed a lot since then. Because if you post something on Facebook now on your business page, and by that I mean your business page, not your personal profile. If you post something on your business page, probably only one to two percent of the people that follow you will get to see it. So if you've got a hundred people following you, maybe one or two people get to see it. Now that's not brilliant, is it? And the reason for this is that the social media platforms want you to put out interesting stuff so that they can share interesting stuff. So interesting or funny, you know, everybody loves a cat picture, you know, putting things out there that people are going to like. And they want to let people see things that they like in their feed because that keeps them on Facebook. That's how Facebook makes their money through advertising. So they want as many people as possible to stay on Facebook. And when I say Facebook, I don't just mean Facebook, actually. Facebook I'm talking about was when I first started, but now it's the same with all social media platforms. So whether you're on LinkedIn or Twitter or um, Instagram, they all have their own version of algorithms. An algorithm is the term for how the social media platform will work out what they are going to show to people on that platform. I call the algorithm social media gods because that's kind of what it's like. These gods can kind of, they watch on what's happening. They have the power over what people see and they can smite you as well. If you put something out there that they don't deem to be good enough, they're not going to share it with people. So the social media gods want to make sure that people are only seeing the best stuff in their feeds, things that they're going to find interesting, informative, funny, And so therefore, they're only going to like what they deem to be interesting. And they decide this through the engagement that posts get. And the engagement means the number of likes that it gets, the number of comments that you get on that post, and the number of times that it's shared or saved. So the more that you get engagement on a post, the more people are going to get to see that post. And if fewer people see it, the fewer people comment on it, on it, the fewer people are going to get to see it. It's kind of like, I mean, if you imagine social media is like a giant social media snakes and ladders board. So engagement means that you either keep moving forward or you, 
or if you get great engagement, you'll go up the ladder. So lots more people are going to get to see what you put out there. And if you get no engagement, then you're going to go down the snake. So although back in the day, a pretty quote image was enough, that's just no longer the case anymore. Now, if you want to get seen, you're going to have to do a little bit more. Now, quotes can be a really great addition to your social media posting. They can be quite simple to do as well. So let's take a look at seven steps to making a quote image that really works for you. So the first step is if you're going to make an image, brand your quote with your own, your own branding. So your own colors, your own fonts, because this makes a really cohesive and professional looking feed especially if you're on Instagram, where you want your grid to be, to be looking good. Now, if you're in the Grow Your Private Practice Club, we talk about this in the Focus on Branding workshop. So go and take a look at that. But remember, you don't always have to use images. On It depends on which social media platform that you're on. So on LinkedIn, currently, posts are doing better without images. So if you're not confident making images, then it might be that LinkedIn would be a better choice for you than Instagram. So the second thing I would say is to always put your username or your business name on your quote. Now, this is in case your quote gets shared. We want your quote to get shared around. But if it gets shared and your name isn't on there, then nobody knows where that quote came from. So make sure that you either have your username or your business name on your quote or your URL. And then people are going to be able to find you. Make your own quotes. So maybe if you write a blog, what you can do is take a line from that blog and turn it into a quote. This makes it unique to you. And it's a way of letting people see that you are an expert and it helps to give you some authority. Another way of doing it is to make a quote from a line in a book. So if you're reading a book and you think, oh, that's interesting, just note it down and then later you can make that into a quote, either an image or just a quote that you're going to write. Now, if you do this, always credit the author. So if you make a quote image, credit the author on your quote image and also in your caption. So for example, if, you, if that author is on Instagram, then you can at mention them. So you can actually make sure that they see that you've shared your, that quote. And that's kind of just the, the right thing to do. You should always be crediting other people if you take ideas from them. And then I would suggest that maybe you search for unusual quotes because you've, you know this yourself. Sometimes you see the same old, same old tired quotes that get dragged out time after time that have, you've seen a thousand times. If you do that, if you think, oh, that's a nice quote, I'll just share that, but it's not an unusual or, or, or more distinct quote. If people have seen it before, all they're going to do is scroll past it so you're not going to get the engagement that you need. So those social media gods are probably going to smite you because you're not going to get that engagement. So make sure that you use something that's more, more unusual and that's going to stand out a little bit more. And don't post and run. So don't just put your post out there and think just putting a quote image is going to be enough. Explain in your caption why you like this particular quote. Why does it resonate with you? Why do you think it's interesting? What can you learn from this quote? So again, this is a really subtle way of showing people that you are a knowledgeable person, that you're, that you're an expert. And finally, add a simple call to action. So 
rather than just post your image and then say what you want to and just leave it at that, add something at the bottom of that. This is called a call to action. This is letting people know that you'd like them to take an action so that this is going to help you to get that all important engagement. Okay. So some, so an example of this might be if you're on Instagram, you could say double tap if this resonates with you, or you could say, agree, disagree, let me know in the comments. So just a simple little little sentence at the end of what you write that lets people know that you'd like them to comment, that you'd like them to say something. And that means that you can then start a conversation with somebody and it's great for your engagement. So it's really appeasing those social media gods. So there are seven really simple ways of of making sure that if you post a quote image, it's going to do you, uh, it's going to do you a lot of good. It's not just going to get scrolled past. So I hope you find that helpful. And finally, if you want a new and interesting quote for your social media, take a look at something called brainyquote.com. Now, this is somewhere I go to a lot. And what I love about Brainy Quote is that you can search for quotes from people, topics, emotions, or even look at what quotes are newsworthy at the moment. I'll share a link to this website in the show notes. Okay, so that's it for this week. I hope you enjoy creating your blog posts and I'd love to see them. Now, currently, the best place to find me is Instagram, and you'll find me at Grow Your Private Practice, which is all lowercase, no spaces. And on LinkedIn, I'm Jane Travis. So please come and say hi. I'd love to connect. Have a fantastic week, and I hope to see you again soon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny, five-star review. Bye.